Thank you, everyone, for joining episode 13 of Dumb and Drummer Podcast. Uh, my guest today is Linda, is it Philomene? Is that how you pronounce the last name? Men. Philomene? Yeah. Okay, got it. I probably, I probably should have asked that beforehand, but yes. Uh, thank you for hopping on. Uh, why, don't you, why don't we just kick it right off and, and tell us a little bit about yourself and your, uh, what, what you're doing online right now? Um, yeah, I mean... I'm a freelance drummer, just like, you know, rent, rent a musician lifestyle, I guess. Um, so, yeah, I play like for different artists, um, always just in the live context, sometimes also studio context, but mostly live context. And um, yeah, I'm like right now in the middle of moving to Berlin, which is like, you know, the, the hub in, in Germany, basically for like music and you know everything innovative that's happening basically and um yeah i kind of want to also focus on like you know actually getting into the stuff i want to be doing like my own music and mm -hmm. um yeah just like finding ways how to how to merge the stuff that in interests me like you know just like soundscapes and um but also like I don't know, like rap beats and stuff like that, how to merge that into being able to actually play that, you know, within my setup with like, you know, electronic drums and also acoustic drums. And I really want to take the time and the energy of the city to, to, yeah, to get into that and to, you know, just like connect. With so, yeah, it's, it's interesting. You were talking about, um, rap beats your own music things like that so uh, are you working on any um like solo stuff right now or are you you said you're primarily working with other artists and maybe you're going to transition to your own solo stuff later yeah i mean like the ideal thing for me is to like just balance that out or like to have you know like the artists the major artists i play with kind of financing you know me being able to to take more time to actually put into my original stuff because yeah like if you if you start you know doing freelance stuff it it just like happens automatically that like one thing leads to another and then your private priorities just shift and this is like the experience that i've made the last two years is just just that whenever i sit down on the kit and do stuff it's like 98 percent of that is just playing other people's music you know mm. and like trying to reproduce something or, you know, like the, the creative and innovative part then lies within trying to adapt an electronically produced um, beat onto like an acoustic kit, kit, for example, which is nice and which is interesting. But it's still like, you know, I still didn't write the music, you know, and it's, um, I feel like, I feel like that that's just a part that I've been like, holding down just in order to make sure i have enough time and capacity to like do my jobs basically yeah but yeah just yeah COVID, COVID made a lot of that clear like COVID also made clear that that's it's like i love that and it's um yeah it's fun to do but i feel like that that should just like be a part of you know my my whole artistic self basically yeah, that makes sense. And and I think that's a, a lot of artists like, hey, are you doing the things to, you know, make money and to keep momentum? And then what other projects do you have kind of on the back burner 
that you're really passionate about, but for whatever reason you haven't gotten to. So, so it's good to hear that you're able to at least plan for that. Cause I mean, I, I love your style on your Instagram videos. Like I haven't really seen anything on your Instagram for other artists. Like most of the yeah. stuff I see you do is the, seems like you just sit down at the kit organically. Yeah. You have an idea, use a lot of auxiliary percussion and some, you know, electronic stuff as well. So it's very interesting. Is that stuff for an artist or is that stuff primarily just messing around? Yeah, yeah, that's just me doing my thing basically. But yeah, I feel like that's just, that's just like the last 30 minutes of a day of like, you know, preparing other people's stuff or I don't know, just like doing very basic technical stuff to like, you know, stay in shape. So that's like the Instagram content is just like, you know, the last part of my day of my day where I have like the the feeling and the, the comfortness to let go and just like you know do something. Yeah. But I, but I know, like, but the process also is like the the stuff I love is like always about detail, you know, and always about like detail and sound. So it should actually like I would want to put more time into this um so like so the decisions i make um they are like i think about them but you know some of them are only like tend to be lucky shots basically because i don't have the time to like you know go in depth into like the soundscape of like everything that i use mm -hmm. and you know the potential is like still like it's still pretty big or like the outcome is still pretty interesting. But I'm always also wondering what would happen if I would actually have the time and capacity to like, you know, dive deep and like really sit with sit with everything that I that I find out about. And, you know, yeah. So because right now it feels like I mean, people always ask about do you have any hobbies? Because they also consider like making music and hobby like, yeah. You know, they they it's always a fun uh conversation to have when you're like trying to trying to explain um how that shifted into being a job and you know when people then ask like do you have a hobby i'm like well actually no you know because it's like still like it's still you know my main thing and it like mm -hmm. consumes basically all the time i have yeah like i don't i don't i don't have time for any other hobby right that that i mean i if I do have extra time, I, I have music I want to work on. So, I mean, that, yeah. that is, it's more like, what is your life? And, and my, my, my life is drums and yeah. whatever else happens, you know, in between is, it is what it is. Yeah. And that's why I think like working on my own stuff or like doing little snippets for like social media, that's like, I feel that's my hobby, hobby right now, mm -hmm. you know, like just, yeah, just mess around and, uh, you know, set up my drum kit in a way that, I didn't set it up the day before or something like that. Just take that 30 minutes to an hour a day to like, you know, just, just, just uh, explore basically. Yeah. And, um, yeah. I think it could, it contributes to everything that I do then also uh, job wise. And I think also then still that differs me also on the job uh, part of making music from, from like other people. Mm -hmm. I think that it does in the end make a distinction um yeah but i just feel like i just feel this like big thrive in myself to like um yeah 
to like fully discover that, you know, and to yeah. also then in the end be able to, um, yeah, to record stuff and to, to, to put it out like properly, you know, not just in snippets, but like as a concept or like an overall thing, you know, and yeah, that's like, that's what I would want to do by like, yeah, beginning of next year or something. I guess. Awesome. Awesome. I do want to ask you about, um, so this is kind of a, a, a more complex topic, but I definitely wanted your uh, uh, perspective on it. As far as your, uh, the complexity of being viewed as a female drummer versus just a drummer, you know, like uh, if you feel comfortable talking about your experiences in, in that regard, like um, it is a, you know, like many other fields, predominantly men, and I know that especially putting out content from a female perspective and a male perspective, like we've talked about that with a couple of other guests. So I was wondering what you had on that. Well, I mean, I, yeah, I, I do think about this a lot, of course. And to me, like, especially everything that happened within the last year, like all the topics that like um, gained much more attention than before. Um, they have shifted my perspective on this gender thing because, I mean, yes, like, you know, the drum drum community is predominantly male, of course, that's like pretty obvious. Um, but like things that have changed is that, um, that like female or like female presenting people playing the drums are so alienated, you know, it's like, it's not that big of a deal anymore but still is a big deal, you know? It's like, it. you could like, you, you can sense some kind of change or some kind of like, um, yeah, change in the direction of like that being a bit more normal or common, I guess. Um, and, you know, I thought about myself and I thought about how I want to be perceived basically within this community or also on social media. And I always get to the point where I have the feeling of people project something on, on me just from the way I'm presenting because there's like so many female dramas on Instagram that like, you know, that, that are like overly to my, like from my perspective, but like overly exaggerating the, the feminine femininity, I guess, mm -hmm. in themselves mm -hmm. because, because it's like, you know pretty obvious that that's a selling point like because sex sells obviously um and i have the feeling that this is projected onto all female drummers per se and if they you know if they do not play this game then if you know if that if that uh layer of like being sexualized cannot be applied to that person then it can only be about quality. You know, the only thing that's left is quality, basically. Right. And then like, still, I still have the feeling that those drummers then have to be like, you know, extraordinarily good to, you know, be recognized and respected by the community. Like there is no, there is no mediocre uh, female drummer that people know of, right? Like all of them are just, extremely good and that is that is for a reason you know like those that have like this big publicity they're just 
yeah they're, they're not mediocre and they're like very very um individual and very special in what they're doing always and i find this pretty interesting and um as for myself you know i came from classical percussion and classical percussion is just like or the whole classical world is like a very very sexist one and you know homophobic and racist and you know there's like a bunch of stuff you can read and hear about that it's like the same stuff in every country it's just like very old structures and very like conservative structures mm-hmm. um, so i you know i had to get out of there at some point obviously and those issues like they don't come along my way as much since i switched like from be wanting to become a, a orchestra percussionist to like you know being a pop or rap or i don't know drummer basically in a okay. band okay like a popular music context so and you can say it's gotten easier it has gotten easier um yeah. it's not that big of a topic anymore um though of course i do realize that when music industry hops onto like certain topics like female empowerment or like black lives matter or queerness i do realize that like you know certain people knock my door uh, that didn't knock my door before because also in germany it's like it's a whole other story like all of what i combine in terms of like minorities is like you know i'm basically the only person they they can call in like you know this context of um who can we put in touch with which with which artists in in like the field of like pop and rap music mm-hmm. i mean there are barely black musicians first of all and then there's like i don't know any like black female presenting musicians in that in that field or like maybe one or two also no drummers um so it's like super like you know, the choices are very rare. So I know that when so- certain topics uh, uh, are on their agenda, I just know that they will call me. And that's like, that's like, I find that interesting. And I, it, and I always have to question myself, like, you know, do I want to play this game? Or yeah. like, you know, should I like profit off of it? Like, you know, I had to like I didn't get much of the cake until now, so maybe I should like you know make sure I can get my share yeah. if it's if it's like offered to me, um, or should I just like be you know like stay like true to myself and true to my like po- political stand views? Like it's just a standpoint, so it's like it's super it's super super layered, of course. And See, that's a lot. That's a lot yeah. to process. So, so if, if I'm understanding it correctly, when, when, when you say that in the rap pop community versus the orchestral classic community, you feel like more people call you for like representation? I, um, or it's, from it's, a representation it's, standpoint yeah. rather? Yeah. I mean, I mean, because it's like, it's a capitalistic, uh, uh, like, you know, it's it's just a, it's just a, it's an economy. Like it's part of capitalism. So like, if they if they have the feeling they can like make money out of a protest that is like happening right now, or like a, you know out of a topic that is like controversially uh, talked about, such mm-hmm. as like you know queerness or blackness or mm-hmm. uh, or you know femininity, then 
then of course you know they're trying to 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 see how they can do stuff that like fits fits a certain image or fits the um the topic of the day basically the narrative you know? yeah, yeah 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 the narrative right so that's like um that's something i'm like really like sensitive about of course um but then also on the other hand like you know despite all of those things that i have to consider <laughs> um is like also you know what is projected onto me in terms of gender because i'm also yeah. like i'm also not very you know very much female presenting mm -hmm. and i see that on social media extremely because um because i get that how when people scroll their feed and they don't follow me and they have you know never seen me before it happens super much that when some of my like some of my stuff just like randomly lands in someone's feed mm -hmm. automatically assume that i'm male because yeah like that happens so much it's like it's not you know not primarily female presenting person mm -hmm. the content of quality so you know like the the connection to okay there must be a guy is like made way easier than like trying to figure out who is this person you like what pronouns do they use blah. like all of the stuff you could like consider before like you know a pr like like writing a comment that like uh addresses me as a male for example yeah um, like bro but, so, i love those chops dude or something like that yeah, like yeah. something like that or yeah they like talk about me in the comments and using like male pronouns and that's like i i find that like i find that just so interesting how this connection is like how fast this connection is made and yeah. like it did disturb me at some point because i think you know, I'm representing all of the female drummers. If I have like a certain amount of like publicity, I'm speaking for all of them basically. And I want to represent all of them and I want to encourage all of them with what I'm doing. So like it did disturb me at some point that I was like, well, how, why do, why are you so ignorant? You know, like there is not just like this type of female drummers that you know from like other posts. There's like, a bunch of them and you know so many great ones like just be a bit more considerate maybe and um that disturbed me for a while but now i'm at the point where i'm like you know the best thing would, would just be if people just would see me as me like they would just like, yeah like, you know like they just would think of me like that's philo like that's philo playing the drums you know, like no if gender wasn't a thing, then I mean, we wouldn't even be having this conversation. You would just be a drummer, and that's it. And you'd be a, a great drummer, and people would comment based on your drumming, and and nothing else would matter. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and that's like that to me would be maybe like the ultimate goal, or what like what I would like to 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 represent is like you know in this like binarity of gender and this like you know. Projections that have to be to, that that I have to face basically um, that at some point it just doesn't matter anymore. You know, it's like it, that's like that would be that would be the greatest thing, and that's like that doesn't even like from 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 my perspective that doesn't even then touch the the whole issue of like sexism and stuff that I could encounter 
as a female person on the internet, you know? Yeah. Um, it's just like, it's just like my self-understanding, you know, and like my labeling, I label myself as Philo, like my name, you know, like mm -hmm. the, the identity that I grow, grew into until now, you know, it's like, to me, it has nothing to do with this, or it has, it has to do with it in that extent that I, that I'm constantly trying to grow out of any gender roles or any gender projections that, you know, my parents and society have put on me because, yeah, that's just like how we all have been raised, you know, that's like, that's just fact. So like, that is, that is then the issue for me, you know, to like, to make sure that I, for myself, uh, you know, don't assume anything about myself and my self-understanding in this topic, but also in terms of everybody else, because you never know, you just never know how, how people, um, uh, you know, really feel about themselves in this, in this, uh, in this topic, like in this whole spectrum, basically. So, um, but I think we're getting there. Like the last year has, has just like, yeah, brought all of this so, so extremely to the, to the, yeah, like in all of our faces, you know, and that's like, and it's obvious that it's not just like this jolly Christopher Street Day community, you know, that's mm -hmm. like celebrating pride, but it's like, you know, it's Absolutely. like, it's just, yeah, it's a systematic thing. And it like, it, we all have to do with it. And also if you're like, you know, a cis man, you also have to do with like what has been project projected onto you in terms of how you should be as a man. Like, you know, we yeah. all have to deal with, with that, with that stuff. And like in terms of music, that also is an issue. Also in terms of like playing the drums, which is like a pretty male perceived instrument. Like, you know, like how do I position myself as a as a guy if I like actually don't really feel all of the masculinity that is like put onto this right. instrument? So, I think this yeah. is a really important topic. Yeah that doesn't get talked about a whole lot because especially like going back to uh, what we first started talking about, like if you get hired for a gig, you're yeah. probably getting hired based on, I mean, you would think you're getting hired based on your ability to play the drums, right. but depending on the band, maybe it's an all female pop punk band or something and, and they, and they want to have female representation or maybe it's in uh, all black people in the band and they would prefer to have black representation. I mean, so it's just kind of like a fine line or I know, um, I'm not sure if it's Kelly, it's not Kelly Clarkson. There's one artist that, that has a transgender drummer and that's the only transgender drummer that I know of. Mm. And they got posted, I think, I think the preferred pronoun is she. She got posted one of her videos in like Facebook drummers or drums and drummers group on Facebook. And the comment section was just terrible. I mean, a comment section is like, that's not even a that's not even a girl, man. That's that's a dude. That's a man. She'll always be that person will always be a man and stuff like that. And just all these closed minded views. So I feel like there definitely needs to be more diversity in and education in and I think that's gonna start with like the big names. Like as soon as the big names do that and say, Hey, my preferred pronouns are this, uh, and maybe they are a, a cisgender male, so and they go by he and him, that's fine. What I feel like is going to help, though, it's going to help things progress, is when you have people that are like, actually, I'm non-binary. Like, if Annika Niles is like, I'm, I'm, I'm non-binary, 
Like right. how many people are going to be like, well, I, I'm always going to love you. I'm always going to follow you. I mean, I, I'm like a diehard fan. So basically whatever you say, like, I'm still going to stick around. What is non-binary? What does that mean? Right. And all of a sudden they're like, wait a minute, I think that I'm like that. Or I think I know somebody in my family like that. Or I have a close friend that's like that. So it, it becomes more about music um, at that point. And I mean, we could talk about this forever. But yeah, I definitely think that in terms of representation and music, representation has to be the priority. Like, because yeah. every people, enough people are making music, not enough people are focusing on what we're talking about and, and they can go hand in hand. So I, I really look forward, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking like maybe 10 years, we're like 10 yeah. years away from, you know, a, a, a state of transgender normality, uh, queerness, normality, non-binary, you know, like uh, people call it alternative lifestyles, which I'm not a huge fan of that terminology but just you know whatever choice you make you put you put your videos on instagram people just see a drummer they see a musician that's the long and the short of it but yeah it's going to take it's going to take a while until we can get there yeah for sure i'm saying it as a white dude i'm saying it as a cisgender white dude <laughs> you know it's like i don't i don't know shit about uh, the struggle of racism or anything like that but i i know it's important and i want to be an ally and i want to do what i everything that i can to help right. Right. I mean, like, you know, like I talked to friends about this a lot, of course. And yeah, at one point I was like, it's just like, I just would wish for like the less traumatized people in the society to be aware of them being, you know, less traumatized than probably the majority of the society. So it's like up to them basically to to understand, to recognize that and to understand what comes with this, you know, like with the privilege, like no one of us is not traumatized, but still right. like, you know, like those that, that just didn't have to go through so much just because they're privileged. And, and it's like up to them to make the lives of those who aren't in that position um, easier, basically. And also, but it's like, I mean, you know, for you, you're like, you're, you're wearing like nail polish. I mean, that's also something you know, as a cis white dude, you have to kind of work against, for, you know, to to first like then have the confidence to actually do that, you know, like. Yeah. And actually, I've, I've had like a ton of support from people like uh, there's a few. Um, do you know uh, Forrest from Covet? Yeah. OK, so his he plays with a guitar player. I think his name is Marco something. And Marcos always has this fire nail polish on. He does like turquoise and stuff like that, but he only puts it on his uh, his string hand. Yeah. And it, it's it's like cool. It's like what 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 you're saying. Like, what if Mike Portnoy made a video and he had red nail polish on? Right. And just didn't say shit about it. And he's like, well, my nails don't have a gender. They don't have reproductive organs. They're, they're yeah. just it's just skin. I'm just painting my skin essentially. <laughs> you know, it's it's like skin cells. So it could start a dialogue that's like, whoa, wait a minute. But some people, it's going to reach them and they're going to be like, well, I guess if Mike Pornoy does it and he thinks it's cool, then maybe, you know, and it's not about like following trends, but you know what I mean? It's, it's about, it's about like breaking down your biases. It's about saying like, okay, is it really that big of a deal? But I, I really, I really think what you said, uh, you, you had a really awesome point on like, I'm not saying people have to, like Jeff Bezos doesn't have to give his money to charity, okay? He totally could. He, he could end the Flint, Michigan water crisis. He could end homelessness. He could pay off student loan debt, whatever. He's not doing that, okay? So it is what it is. 
I really did like what you said about successful, let's just say cisgender white males, you know, that are successful drummers on social media. Yeah. I'm not saying they have a responsibility. I'm saying if they're educated and and they try to to keep their finger on the pulse on what's going on in society and what's relevant, yeah. hopefully they feel a responsibility to say, we need to talk about pronouns or, hey, we need to talk about discrimination or, hey, we need to talk about racism or, hey, we need to talk about sexism or xenophobia or, you know, how, hey, if you're going to follow me on my page, like, I love that you're following me. Just to let you know, I have a zero tolerance policy for none of that shit. Tommy Igo is actually a really good example of like a no bullshit approach to his page where people are like, I'm anti-vax and I don't believe this. I, he just he just boots him. I mean, he's, he's pretty aggressive about it, but like he uses his page to educate people. Like, yes, he's a phenomenal player and educator, but he understands. He's like, I can reach so many more i can i can be more so much more relevant to a smaller group of people I, he's like i gotta have three or four hundred thousand followers if i want but he only has like a hundred thousand but he's like for these people they know what's up and i have a lot of respect for that yeah yeah yeah, yeah for sure and it's like i mean i talk i also talk to like you know people that support me about this of course because i am you know with like with brands with like corporate structures mm-hmm that also have like a huge responsibility and I am for example with Meinl and you know Meinl is just like a German German thing you know like a German brand from this tiny town in Bavaria mm-hmm. and uh, of course it's like it has grown and it is uh, international but still like the the root of the thing is in this tiny town in Bavaria so it's like probably not the most free thinking town <laughs> in the world like it's super yeah it's wide and it's conservative but still yeah. it's like that those people just they do understand like they do understand um their responsibility and i also have like you know i have the direct contact to them so if like if there would be something up i i i, I know they will listen to me and maybe for some reason they will make the decision to not not act on anything or something but i know that they respect and value what i what i have to say about that you know that's so huge because i i i, I we had this conversation with previous a couple of previous guests but like if you think about any symbol company and you know i love mino i'm i'm die hard mino to to the i mean like they're the best in my opinion yeah if they publicly did not support any of the issues that we were talking about, I, I wouldn't use them anymore. Right. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's not a hard decision. It's not like there's not another symbol company that doesn't make good symbols. They all, they all make good symbols. I just gravitate, like mine is more of my sound. That, that's, what I wanna, that's what I want my output to, to look like and to, and to sound like. Right. But yeah, I think that's another really good point is like corporate pride. You know, that's a term that I heard recently that, it, that was like instantly I, I understood. It was like, okay, these corporations, they're just virtue signaling. And, and, and I know it's, it's hard to know sometimes, like, is somebody just virtue signaling on with a Facebook post or with a tweet or with an Instagram story or something? Is that, where they, is that how they really feel? You don't have to convince me how you really feel if you just up and did a post and said, happy pride, we want to call out our, you know, or we want to feature our... our queer, lesbian, bisexual, trans, gay community 
in my, you don't think there's gay artists for, for Peisty or gay artists for, or, or transgender artists for, for Zildjian or something. I mean, they're, they're out there. It's just like, yeah. what, how do you want to represent the people that you endorse? Cause you endorse them because of their skill. They're still yeah. a human being. So you need to endorse the human being. And that's something, maybe I'm just not paying close enough attention. Like I've kind of spent less time on Instagram lately. And maybe yeah. you've seen it, but I don't know who's doing a good job of representing. And I don't mean like a hashtag with the rainbow. Yeah. Pride, it's Pride Month or whatever. Like I understand, like everybody's gonna do that. I mean, if they're smart, they're gonna they're gonna do that from a corporate perspective. I'm talking about beyond Pride Month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For who's sure. really doing a good job of that? I, I don't I don't have an answer. I don't really know if any of the drum companies are really going like making it a point to, you know, making extra effort. I mean, I think like the first the first thing to actually look into would be like who of those artists are even up to talk about that that point of their private life because it's like you know what I realized when Minel first featured me on their page and you know that was like at that time the biggest except for Big Firth they did feature me before but like you know them were then the, like the biggest company that ever like posted publicly just about me, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and from that post, I realized how, like, that their audience is just everyone, like everyone that uses Milo, you know? And of course, there's like, of course there's racists using Milo. Of course there are. <laughs> racists you know? using every drum company, yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, also, like, despite the fact that every one of us is racist in a way, but like, you know, like full blown assholes, of course, there are some of those people that that use that brand that are just like irritated by a person like me because I'm like, I'm triggering people. I know that, you know, and I mean, good. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's a good thing. I'm, I'm fine with it. I'm totally fine with it. I'm, but, you know, that's like what I realized when they posted about me just from the comments. They actually deleted some of them because it was like just too, too violent in a way. Yeah. Um, just being like, oh my God, that's like, that's like a gay commie, <laughs> uh, you know, with minor now, like. Jesus. Yeah, it's like, it's crazy. And, um, and, and then like from that point on, I was like, okay, this like my audience grew also to that extent that just I do not know who is watching mm -hmm. and what you know what they're projecting onto me I do like I did get quite some hurtful messages as well at that at that time and that. that's the the moment where I was like okay I, like I like I also don't like I, I I don't want to share stuff about my private life on social media like I yeah. I like that I can hide my persona behind the drum kit. But if like, for example, if Milo would come up and say, hey, you know, we we, we, we recognize um, how we can contribute to certain topics. Is there any one of you, all of you artists who think that uh, we could like create some kind of platform to talk about this? Or I don't yeah. know. I'm you know so many different ways you know if i would be asked to do that i would then recognize um you know my role in the thing yeah 
um, which is then basically me wanting to be that person that is the inspiration for someone else that you know is maybe 10 years or even younger than me um and you know it's like just like all over the place and super con confused and um only sees like white cis male people in the roster or like you know being like brought to the to the surface or like um are like extra featured mm -hmm. uh, i would want to be that person that i would have needed in my growing up in this in this community yeah um, that those people can identify with you know because they do not fit, fit the the picture that's you if you don't do not uh, fit the picture you don't like you don't start thinking oh yeah maybe you know maybe the representation is just like not going well maybe it's a it's a mistake in the system but you think oh like there's something wrong with me like i'm i'm odd right yeah yeah i was just thinking i was like how many how many you know uh queer teens or 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 tra transgender you know uh young adults are i mean there's so many different examples they're like i want to put stuff on instagram but i don't see anybody like me like i don't want to just like, like, like you said, I'm going to put myself out there. I mean, how many people have put themselves out there and then just delete their account? Because right. all they get is like DMs that are nasty, yeah. hurtful comments. You know, you get dislikes on YouTube and hate. I mean, the hateful comments can just make you want to just quit. Um, but yeah, I, I do want to walk back. Um, I don't know we're tight on time, but I, I want to walk back what I said about um, the drum companies doing yeah. you know making more of a push i think that's that's where my heart's at but i i definitely don't want to make it sound like hey if you if you haven't come out yet then and you're endorsed by a drum company then that that's your coming out like like you you communicating to the world who you are and who you love and how you love and everything is completely your prerogative like that's a completely personal choice i completely respect that i just want to see i think you you articulated it way better than i did I just want to see more representation. It seems yeah. like I'm, my Instagram feed is a lot of white dudes, and maybe maybe I need to, you know, branch out a little bit more. But I'm very passionate about these topics, and yeah. I'm very passionate about music, so I want to see the gap bridged. I just don't know how that's going to happen, and I think that you you have a really good idea about just hey, it's not about you know, trying to boil, boil, boil the ocean or anything or do something crazy. It's about like w starting somewhere. Hey, reach out to all the people you endorse and just say, we are going to start a platform. It's completely yeah. up to you. Please let us know. We're not going to call anybody out. We're just going to put the blanket statement out there. Of course, people are going to respond back and be like, I got you. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, yeah. I'm gay. I'm queer, whatever. I want to, I want to, I want to help out. And then there's other people that are like, I'm not really ready to do that yet. I appreciate you asking. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna bow. Maybe I'll maybe I'll circle back to it later, something like that. But that would be nice to see that. And maybe yeah. some drum companies are doing. It. They're just doing it, you know, privately or something. But you know, I definitely feel like that's gonna help with what we're talking about. Yeah, and I I mean, imagine those steps without Pride Month month and like you know before Black Lives Matter, like before it was like, oh, this company posted about that. Well, then you know, all of the other companies posted about that as well. Yeah. Like, Imagine that just happening just because people understand the the you know the urgency of those topics Absolutely. You know, without, without having in mind that they're also kind of trying to save their asses you know it's like yeah like well I don't want to not post and make it seem like we're not we're like tone deaf or you know I know a couple of drum companies didn't do the uh, the blackout post last year yeah and they got and they got flack for it because they're yeah. like well, so so you don't support 
Black Lives Matter, and they're like, whoa, whoa, no. And then if you do it retroactively, then it's like, well, you just did it because people were mad. Yeah. You did it because it's Pride Month or something. So I think it's a fine line. Like, I'm not the kind of person that's just going to be habitually, you know, upset no matter what. I just feel like, to your point, like you, you could do it on other months. You could you could say, hey, if the person's comfortable with it and you feature them on the page, maybe you put their pronouns in there. Or maybe yeah, you yeah. say, hey, we're, we're happy that we have, or we're, we're proud of our um, of our artist, da, 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 and it happened to be a transgender artist. And it's, and okay, that's great that you, you, you're just reflecting naturally that you support everyone. And yeah. that's, that's all I'm saying is, is just, just make it public and be proud that you support anyone and everyone from all different walks of life and all different personal choices. I mean, that's, it doesn't sound hard. I, I, and, and you're like, to your point earlier, uh, another point, you're going to lose your racists and your bigots and you're going to yeah. lose those customers and you still have to run a business. I get that. Do you really want those people as your customers? I mean, I mean, you're going to have them anyway, but if you could choose, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But that's also why I appreciate that. Like my A&R guy at Minor, for example, he just like frequently asked me if I have any book or podcast recommendations for him. Nice. That's just like, that means that really means a lot. I don't even think he knows how much <laughs> that means, you know, that he's just like so, so curious and so like, so aware. And yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's huge. I think for someone that also doesn't have to deal with that, you know, like, right. I mean, he could just talk shop, you know, like, Hey, how are things going? What do you need? And he can keep it all business and, and right. he can be accessible and respond back to texts and emails and stuff like that. And not once say like, how are you? Like, are you, are things going well? Like, oh, I had some questions. I want to get more educated. That's, I mean, that's huge. And hopefully he takes that back. He takes right. it the chain as well. And I mean, again, I don't know what it's going to look like. I don't know. You know, I'm not saying the Minel page needs to start just being a smattering of LGBTQ support, you know, like every post or something, but just something, just, just try, I think, I think the companies can try a little harder. You know, I think they can, yeah. I think they can do a little more and I don't, I don't know what that looks like, but I, I would just love to be seeing more representation on my newsfeed. Yeah. Cool. Well, I, I know you got to go. Um, I really appreciate you uh, jumping on, and uh, this this is a really great conversation. I'm I'm glad it kind of went this direction because we obviously love the same brands and things like that. But this is just so much more important than any of that. So, uh, yeah, I really appreciate you being open to having this dialogue. Yeah, it's it was really fun. <laughs> like I I really had a good time talking to you about that because it's like it's always nice and when you realize that someone you know actually actually understand and have made their 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 thoughts about it already you know it's like because i also have conversations in those contexts that are kind of like you know what the, you know there is sexism in 2021 <laughs> so like, super, super irritated about that about me sharing that you know we we still have some some stuff to work on you know like so it's like always very refreshing when you realize that someone already like, yeah, have done their homework basically, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's, I, I don't, I don't want to sound arrogant or anything like that, but I mean, I, I think you just need to pay attention. Just, just keep your eyes and ears open and you'll see all of the stuff that we need to still work on in my opinion. But at the same time, not defending those people you're talking about, but it is easy to get tunnel vision where it's just like yeah. my experiences, 
my newsfeed, my friends, my family, we all kind of think the same way. It's all pretty linear and I've never had to like step outside that box. So I do appreciate the people that are willing to be like, no, I don't understand. Can you please help me understand? I want to learn more. Is there a book I can read? Is there a podcast? Is there somebody, can I ask you some questions? I don't know what this word means. Um, that sort of thing. And if they want to get better and they want to learn, that's all that I can ask for. It's just the people that I really worry about that are like, I believe what I believe and I don't want to have a conversation and I, I would prefer not to talk about this anymore. It's like, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I, that's just like, that's just full blown privilege, you know, like not knowing about your privilege. And then it's like, but then I also think like, you know, imagine the potential of those people if they would be aware. Oh yeah. I mean, they're sticking to their guns. I mean, they will not back down in an argument about like, no, uh, trans men or men. Like yeah. I got time today. Like if you want to go over this, like we can go back and forth instead of just being like, no, I believe in conservative Christian views or I'm close or cognitive dissonance or something like that. Like, no, I'm willing to stick to my beliefs, that conviction. Yeah. If we can at least get them to open their mind a little bit, that conviction can work towards everyone's favor a hundred percent. For sure. For sure. But yeah, I'm, I'm already so amazed by the generation after us, basically. I feel like they they know about all of this stuff already, you know. I mean, they're using TikTok. I'm on TikTok too, but I'm not using it really. But uh, I feel like, you know, if you, if you kind of made the right decisions and as to like what you like and don't like, you can have a like hella political feed, you know, and like a very educational feed. Absolutely. Despite of like all the bullshit that's all going on, I mean, in, on every platform basically, but also of course on TikTok, this is like, this has really, really amazed me, you know, to see like how young those peoples are and how reflected they talk within a super short amount of time, you know, like just like dropping facts. Yeah. To like, yeah. like, yeah, this like super, huge communities and well, um, like TikToks. I mean, the, the the amount of views are crazy on some of these. You get like one point five million views, and even on Instagram videos. I mean, I've seen a handful of pages get over a million views. Like Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan's page will get a million views. But like in the drumming community, like even Eric and Prada and a couple, it's like fifty thousand. Like some drumio stuff, maybe a hundred thousand, but not in the millions. But TikTok, you're reaching these people. And you're doing these real quick videos on like just a quick breakdown of like the new uh, abortion bill in Texas. Right. Six weeks after six weeks, you can't abort babies. Wow. And it's yeah. like, what the fuck is going on? You know. So like, you do a TikTok video breakdown of all the history. You have somebody's attention already because they're scrolling through different things. Or Instagram is still it's not catered to that quick of an attention span. So you're also getting people you know, reaching people that you might not have reached before with, with TikTok. Um, and actually Questlove is the other, uh, is one of my favorite pages. If you, if you don't follow him, yeah. he does a lot of um, societal issues and relevant stuff. He yeah. doesn't even really post music stuff, really. I mean, like of himself playing, he's like, I don't really use my page that way. And it gets a lot of, a lot of exposure, which I really appreciate. Cause he's using his platform for like something bigger than music. Yeah. I mean, if you want to see him play, you can just watch, you know, Jimmy Fallon or whatever. I mean, you watch The Roots, you know, but he's like, no, I'm going to use my page for other stuff, which is yeah. super respectful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, more right. like that. <laughs> I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you get going. I appreciate the time again. And yeah. uh, 
Thanks everybody for listening. We'll see you next time.